there and welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachometh with the Las Vegas Kolel and welcome to the Shmiras Halashon podcast, where we share a short lesson every day based on the classic work Sefer Chafetz Chaim. Shortly after the COVID lockdown began, I found myself on a conference call with a really wise and sagely rabbi who pointed out, based on a passage in Drasha Saran, a classic work of Jewish philosophy and ethics, that when we find ourselves in crisis, when we find ourselves in difficult times, the first thing we need to do is we need to look inwardly. We need to look at our spiritual shortcomings and try to improve. And this rabbi pointed out that that's wonderful, but where do we begin? And he quoted a passage that the Chavetz Chaim writes in Sefer Shmiras HaLashon. Chavetz Chaim points out that when we want to improve, when we want to change, when we want to become better people, the Chavetz Chaim says the first area that we should look to improve is our speech. Are we speaking Lashon Hara? Are we gossiping? Are we speaking negatively about one another? Chavetz Chaim teaches us when we're trying to improve, when we want to become better people, the first area of improvement that we ought to look at is our speech. There's an amazing story about the Chavetz Chaim. It was shortly after he published his great work, which he published in 1873. So it was probably a year or two after that. The Chavetz Chaim at this point in his life was somewhat anonymous. But here was what was interesting. His book, the Sefer Chavetz Chaim, which is the book about proper speech, it was popular. People knew about it and people were studying it and it was very, very widely regarded as a tremendous work. However, the Chavetz Chaim himself, Rabbi Yisrael Meir Kagan, he wrote the book anonymously and people were unfamiliar with who he was. So it was shortly after he published this book, he was on a wagon. He was riding in, I guess, a modern day equivalent of a shared taxi cab. And he's in this wagon together with some simple Jew sitting next to him. And the simple Jew did not know that he was sitting next to the great Chavetz Chaim. And the Chavetz Chaim strikes up a a conversation, asks this simple Jew, what's your profession? What's your occupation? And the Jew says, well, actually, I'm a farmer. And the Chavetz Chaim says, really? Tell me about it. And this farmer goes on, talks to the Chavetz Chaim about his cows and livestock and horses and sheep and goats. And the conversation goes on and on for several hours. This simple Jew talking about his farm, talking about his horses, talking about his goats. The end of their journey together, they get to their destination. And lo and behold, the Chavetz Chaim's cover is blown. Someone comes to pick up the Chavetz Chaim to greet the Chavetz Chaim. And this simple Jew who's sitting next to the Chavetz Chaim recognizes and realizes that his travel mate, the person who he'd been sitting next to, was none other than the saintly Chavetz Chaim. But he didn't realize it. And this fellow felt so bad. Here he was sitting next to the Chavetz Chaim, and for hours, he's talking about horses and cows and sheep and goats. And he felt terrible that he just wasted so much time of the Chavetz Chaim. And the Chavetz Chaim turns to this Jew and he says, no, I actually want to thank you. Because you see, we were together in this wagon for a couple of hours. When most people get together and talk for a couple of hours, invariably they're going to speak Lashon Hara. Invariably they're going to speak some kind of gossip. They're going to speak negatively about somebody that they know. And because we were occupied talking about horses and sheep and goats, we didn't speak any Lashon Hara. So said the Chavetz Chaim to this simple Jew, he said, I want to thank you for making sure we had a conversation to talk about that was appropriate. We didn't speak a word of Lashon Hara together. Now, this is a cute story, but I think there's a deeper lesson there. The lesson I believe we need to glean from that story is that the Chavetz Chaim really meant it. 
It wasn't just a cute line to make this fellow feel better. The Chavetz Chaim really meant it. He believed that what this person had done by speaking for hours about horses and cattle and goats, he had prevented them from speaking Lashon Hara. And the Chavetz Chaim really appreciated just how damaging and devastating the sin of Lashon Hara actually is. In the beginning of his book, in Sefer Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim points out that we pray three times a day, we pray God for redemption, we pray God to restore us back to our glory in Jerusalem and in Israel. But the Chavetz Chaim points out, he says, we know that the temple, the Beis HaMikdash, was destroyed because of sinas chinam, because of hatred between Jews, which the Chavetz Chaim defines. He points out that that is a reference to the Lashon Hara, the negative speech, the gossip that everyone spoke about one another. And the Chavetz Chaim says that's the reason why the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed in Jerusalem so many years ago. And the Chavetz Chaim says, if we want to pray for God to restore us, we want to pray for that redemption, it's not realistic for us to pray pray for redemption for Geula, if we're still committing the same crime every day, which was the reason for the Beis HaMikdash's destruction in the first place. And the Chavetz Chaim tells us, if we want to improve, if we want to do our part to help bring the Geula, to help bring redemption, and to make this world a better place, if we're all looking for salvation and redemption in our lives, the first thing that we need to do is to improve in the area of Shmiras Halashon, of our appropriate speech. When I was in yeshiva many years ago, part of the curriculum was a half an hour twice a week where we would study Sefer Chafetz Chaim, the book on appropriate speech, and we would spend a half an hour twice a week. Now, I was in yeshiva for many, many years. Sefer Chafetz Chaim, the book on appropriate speech, it's not a terrifically large book. It's not tiny, but it's not large either. If you study it, you should probably, if you just read it cover to cover, even if you study it pretty well, it shouldn't take you more than a year or two to finish the entire book and do a really good job. And it always struck me as being so disproportionate. When you're in yeshiva, when I was in yeshiva, there was a lot of material to cover. There were so many things that we needed to, to learn and study and master. And it always struck me as being so disproportionate. An hour a week is a lot of time. Why do we need to spend an hour a week for year after year after year after year? I was in yeshiva for more than 10 years. Every year, spending an hour a week reading the same book over and over and over again. At a certain point, I'm like, I got it. I understand it. And it always struck me as being so disproportional. But as I got a little older and a little wiser, I realized there are two reasons why my yeshiva and why I believe today it's so important to study Chafetz Chaim every day, every week. Number one is there is a lot of law. There is a lot of material and we do need to master it. We speak about people all the time and just getting the basic laws, it does take constant learning and constant studying and constant review. It's very important. So we shouldn't discount the fact that it does take a lot of time to just master the basic laws. But there's a second le lesson and I think that lesson might be in a certain sense more fundamental. The great scholar and sage Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, the founder of the Musar movement, who himself was a tremendous inspirer of the Chafetz Chaim. Rabbi Salanter points out that the greatest distance in the world is between one's mind and one's heart. I might know something to be true, but is it really in my heart? Do I really feel it to be true? I might know in my mind that Lashon Hara is not a good thing. Speaking negatively about one another is a terrible thing to do. But in my heart, do I really feel that? If I did, why is it that I speak Lashon Hara all the time? The answer is, is although I know it's a terrible thing to do, it hasn't penetrated into my heart. 
And that was Rabbi Salanter's entire life's mission, was to try to go and internalize things which we know in our mind and to actually make them a part of our lives. And one of the ways that we can do that is by intellectualizing something. Rabbi Salanter would talk about this idea. When we study a set of law, aside from the knowledge that we gain from it, the law actually becomes a little bit deeper part of us. It actually creeps into our heart. That, I believe, is the reason why my yeshiva studied Sefer Chavetz Chaim that disproportionate amount. It's not so much to study the laws, although they are important to know and they're not necessarily so simple. But there's a second deeper reason. It's to make it a part of us. By studying the laws of Shmiras Halashon, by studying the laws of appropriate speech and studying them every day or on a regular basis, now Shmiras Halashon, appropriate speech, the concept of avoiding Lashon Hara, avoiding negative speech, becomes a deeper part of us. It's not just the intellectual material that we learn, but it's the material becomes a deeper part of us. And that's one of the reasons why we need to study Lashon Hara and study the Sefer Chafetz Chaim on a regular basis. So I encourage you to join us every day on this podcast. Feel free to leave us a comment or ask a question. Please encourage your friends to join. And Be'ezus Hashem, please God, if we all become just a little bit more sensitive to our speech, we will all merit redemption and the ge'ula that we are all yearning for. 